Welcome to the Turn Yourself On Daily podcast, which means turn on, activate and fire up the power and potential within you every single day. Today's message is a continuation of last week's message where we talked about you being a woman, a powerful woman in your own rhythm, in your own cycle, connecting back to your soul and why that's important to your own connecting into own inner GPS within you. And today we're going to go even deeper. So we're going to look at four areas. The first one is society's message about women and aging and we're going to disrupt what we're led to believe. The second point we're going to cover is your energy. So how your energy is spent in terms of two sets of archetypes. The first one being the archetypes where we dwell internally in our mind. And the second set is where we dwell in terms of our season that we're in. The third area we're going to look at is all of our cycles and why they matter so that you can navigate your way through them, become comfortable in your own skin and have that inner peace, that contentment, that oneness within yourself. And we're going to look at all of the seasons, not just four of the seasons and all of the cycles, not just the menstrual cycle, because not every woman who is listening may still be in that same period. And the last part, the most powerful part, is bringing all of this together so that you can become owning your uniqueness, going with the flow, being you and being super powerful because you've got, you're connected to your own rhythm, your own uniqueness. And that is where the magic lies. So let's start at the beginning with society's message about women and ageing. A lot of focus is placed on the 20s, the 30s, with the beauty, the focus being mainly on the outer beauty. So when a woman hits 40, it's almost like it's all downhill. And the terms that are used to describe a woman in that period aren't exactly that flattering. So no wonder a lot of women feel left out and that they're not needed anymore and not as powerful anymore because all of that focus can be on the external looks and then there can be that fear of getting older, looking older and we're not really taught what is underneath every area because you've been in your 20s, you've been in your 30s and you know that yes, whilst you might have had your looks, they can actually be quite stressful times, searching, not knowing yourself, being in really unhealthy relationships and not knowing how to leave, being in jobs and careers that aren't right for you. Society tells us that that is where happiness is at when you're younger and that is where the magic's at. But for me, this is where we, we need to really go deeper with this and really understand what is underneath. It's no wonder women feel left out because society doesn't really seem to care about women once they've had the children. There's little support, there's little knowledge about this. And I work with so many women who are either going through the menopause right now, they're in that cycle, that season, and it's not 
always easy, but there are ways of making it and enjoying it and being so present with it when you know more about it. The general message is that it's a downward spiral. It's a massive change. It's the last chapter. You're getting old. And like I said, society promotes that outward young looks, but it forgets the depth of wisdom and the soul, the inner wisdom, that instinct, that intuition that is developed. And it doesn't always suggest and teach us that this is where we can be so powerful because we can teach this wisdom and pass it on. Like that is super powerful. And a lot of women that are struggling in the teenage years, in the 20s and 30s, could be learning more from what older women know. And that's what used to happen years and years ago. All of these older women would pass on all of this knowledge and help the women to grow and develop and be wise and mature and navigate the way through life. They would have these sisterhoods, these circles, but it feels more disconnected in the world. As we looked at last week, that it can't hit a woman hard this time of a life when she spent a long time away from her soul, from her intuition, from her inner knowing, from giving herself what she needs if she's always been over giving to other people. And for me, The time that I was away from my soul when I look back was a very acute traumatic experience when I was around 13, another at 15 and probably more after that and for some clients it can feel like forever and it might have been one experience for some people, it might have been two or more that have left a woman lost and disconnected from herself. So then you go through, you navigate your way through your 20s and 30s, you get married, you have the children, you get, you start to approach the age of 40 or you're in your 40s and the children might be growing up and you might feel that disconnection from your partner, from work, from the world, from other people and that is when things can start to break down. And when we lean into society's message on looks and beauty and everything being in your early years, your 20s, your 30s, then quite frankly, we're screwed, but we're not. And that is what I am here to disrupt. So the main reason why is because I am so focused on women's energy and your energy and how you spend that energy and where your mind is at and where your heart is at. So let's look now at the first set of archetypes, which are a reflection of where you are mentally. So let's go through them now. You've got the first set of archetypes. So an archetype is a, the actual meaning is a typical example of a person. Carl Jung explained it as they are inherited from our ancestors and it's a collective consciousness, it's a state in the collective consciousness that we've been, so if you imagine the collective consciousness, like loads of people in the world, and what they've been handed down, and how we don't always question what we've been handed down, and sometimes we don't know we're dwelling in a certain archetype, 
and we don't always know how to heal it and what the opposite is. So let's start by looking at the first set of archetypes that are actually a fear state. So we have the wounded female who she's been through stuff, she's had her experiences, you know what's coming up in your mind now, what's gone on for you. It might be relationships that were tough, it might be loss of children, it might be miscarriages, it might be abortion, it might be abuse, it might be rape. You know what you've been through. And when a woman has been through stuff, and like we said last, last on last week's episode, hasn't been guided back, hasn't been healed and brought back to a soul, this is deep work, this is deep healing on a soul level, she enters a wounded female state. And this state is all about wanting to control things, feeling unsafe, feeling needy. She might stay in an, un- in an unhealthy relationship. She might keep repeating unhealthy habits. She might try to make other people feel happy and put other people first all of the time over her own self and needs. And she may fear everything. The second type of fearful state is the victim archetype where she's just not sure how to change things. She tries to force results. She thinks things happen to her and blames another person. And this can be quite subtle that she doesn't almost know she's doing it. Boundaries can be co- can be crossed time and time again. She can feel lacking. She can fear everything will fall apart if she doesn't sort it out. She almost looks out for the next crisis. She kind of loves the drama in a weird kind of way. It's like that's what she's used to, the chaos, those, those painful relationships, for example. She often feels tired and she thinks that she does more than other people do. The next fearful state is the sabotage archetype where she feels unworthy. She sabotages any good that comes to her. She doesn't see the good that's already there in the first place. She's not that comfortable with change. She gives logical excuses and reasons for not doing something. So avoiding something that she knows is good for her, she'll avoid it like the plague. She sees limits, she creates limits. She needs to know what's going to happen before she does something and she procrastinates. And the fourth archetype in the fearful state is the child, where she plays it small, she holds back, she doesn't shine, she acts from the younger wounded child within her, she's dependent on others for her happiness, she asks for permission, she needs others, she has a it's not fair mentality, she can feel lonely, she can stay in abusive dysfunctional relationships with people who don't treat her well, she feels not good enough and she can second guess everything. Now can you see you may have read yourself within some of those they may have been like oh I do that that's me. Now just because you've read yourself in some of those and you've seen that's me it doesn't mean to say that you need to stay there. So let's now look at the opposite states the powerful states. So the opposite the first one is the lover where she has strong self-belief, she's open, trusting, receiving in the flow, she's happy, relaxed and content, 
She has great self-talk, a loving energy. She sees the good in others and herself and she expresses herself perfectly. The warrior archetype is all about having a deep inner strength. She's decisive and powerful. She's got a strong voice. She speaks the truth. She's reliable, resourceful. She feels fired up. She's not reliant on anyone for her well-being. The magician archetype is where she is a magnet for all good without force, control or games or pushing or striving. She's full of natural good vibes and has an irresistible energy. She thinks differently. She thinks bigger. She knows everything will work out. And the sovereign archetype is your ultimate power. So this is the healed inner child where you're whole, complete, content, self-reliant and resilient, where you give yourself permission, you know who you are and what you are here for, where you desire others, you desire good for yourself and good for others, you feel content on your own and you feel good enough and you love and accept yourself and other people. Now you will know, you might need to go back and listen to those, you will know how much time you spend in each state so it might be 50 50 you might spend 50 percent of your time in the fearful state and 50 percent in the powerful state you might spend 10 percent in the fearful state and 90 percent in the powerful state you might spend all of your time in the fearful archetypes and that is okay because what we're going to go through later is how to how to know where you are, how to accept which states you're in, because what we don't want to do is beat ourselves up if we're in a more fearful archetype more than we are a powerful one, and we'll look at how to make the shift. There are other sets of archetypes that you will have heard of as well, in the maiden, the mother, and the crone. And this is where, this is where it all interlinks together, and a lot of the time, the maiden, that young woman, she often isn't awakened and she's in that enchantment, enthusiastic part of her life. And it's actually the lunar phase of the moon. And it's, it's all about being the youngster, learning, kind of having fun and freedom. The mother archetype is all about fertile fertility growth gaining knowledge being in a sexuality social it's it's actually linked to the full moon and it doesn't mean to say she has to biologically have children she doesn't need to birth a child because all of this is about being pregnant so with and being fertile but again that doesn't need to be with a child it could be with an idea a business a book something that she wants to create in the world and then the crone is all about being the wise woman now it's also known as the hag and like i said in last week's message these terms don't help us the descriptions do not help but if you think about it society kind of puts all of its attention on the maiden and not and maybe some of the mother and then the crone gets left out and it's almost, the, like I said, the cycle don't help us. But there are also more archetypes. So you've got the healer, the creatix, the priestess, the queen, the lover, the mother, the wild woman, 
like some of these are not even talked about and it's like that whole thing of going downhill and it being the end it's not the end so let's now move into the cycles because this is where the cycles and the archetypes link together so for example the cycle the most common cycle the oldest cycle is the seven day cycle and seven is quite a mystical number for women and we have daily cycles weekly cycles monthly yearly lifetime cycles there are so so many different cycles and this like like we've been talking about the menopause part of our life is the wise woman coming out now that is that is amazing and it should be celebrated more it's where you share your wisdom your knowledge everything that you've been through it's where you embrace your gifts it's where you show up stand out make a massive difference and it's about passing that knowledge down onto your daughter your son onto kids in your life when they have children passing it down to grandchildren and it's about strengthening that connection in this time of your life to God, to the universe. It's creating those moments of stillness to tune in. It's becoming one with nature that we don't get chance to do in the 20s because we're so distracted by the outer world. And in the 30s, we're so busy. Even 40s, 50s, we can be busy in every age. But this is where, when a woman is desiring more, and she's restless, and there's disconnection going on in her life, this is usually down to the fact that she isn't deeply connected to her soul, and she isn't living in alignment with it. And just like we have pain in the body, like in your arm or in your leg, we have psychic pain as well. And this psychic pain is almost deeper because you can't put a finger on it. And this is where it's about uncovering what's really going on, healing what has gone on reconnecting back to your soul so you can now fully embrace yourself your sexuality all of your energy your deepest desires you get to know yourself like never before you get to stand up show out share your gifts speak up be you come out of that box that society has tried to put you in and share everything you know now Daily cycles, imagine all of these archetypes in a day. So imagine a typical day in the life of, insert your own name. So you know that even if you meditate in the morning, it doesn't mean to say you're going to be in the lover, the warrior, the sovereign or the magician archetype all day long. You also know that you don't spend all day in a fearful state, being victimized, the wounded female, self-sabotaging yourself and being in that child archetype. You know, based on your own life, that you can switch and change and ebb and flow. In one day, you can be strong and fierce and then also filled with fear. It can be in an hour. This can be hourly. In moment by moment, you can feel that cycle, that shift. And these cycles that we live in, say in terms of the women's archetype. So in a day, you can be in your mother archetype, your queen, which is the worker. 
You can be in your creatics where you're creating. So you might be working, building your business, writing a book, sharing your message. You can be the wise woman and you can also be a lover. So you can be, say, five different archetypes in one day. And that can make you feel like you're pulled in so many directions. It can actually make you feel tired and then you'll drop into one of the fearful archetypes, the victim archetype where it's tired, I'm too tired. If only they would change, if only they would do something different, if only there were more opportunities. And it's about, can you see how it's about balancing all of these seasons, all of these cycles, all of these archetypes and this is why it's so important to really come back to yourself and get to know yourself and your rhythm and your cycle. You will have dominant types, dominant archetypes within you. If you think about a daily cycle after children, so you might still have your periods, your cycle, your menstrual cycle, you might not. But this is a time when children are growing up this is a time for the wise woman to come out. And like we said last week, you see it in relationships when they start to break down because there's more time and the woman has felt that disconnection and has lived with it for so long that she's getting to a point of enough is enough. Something isn't right. He needs to change. He needs to stop doing this or start doing this. But really the psychic pain is going on inside of her now, in that phase, she can still be one of many archetypes in a day. She can be the wise woman. She can be the mother because she could be mothering grandchildren. She could be the creative, creating. She could be starting a new business. She could be doing what she loves. She could still be the lover in this phase. But society almost tells us, and I'll tell you a little secret now, I used to grow up and believe that people over 40 didn't have sex. Like, where the heck had I got that from? Nobody had told me that. That is what, that's like an energy that I picked up on, that that's what it was like, that all you lived in after 40 was those long skirts from M&S, a polar neck jumper, and you didn't have sex again. Like, what on earth? And it's about knowing all of these archetypes, knowing all of these different ones, and that they aren't just relevant for a particular phase. You, they just look different in different phases. But the wise woman in that menopause, after that age of, usually after the age of 40, but it can happen earlier, is where the wise woman within us is longing to get out. And that longing, that where you just feel that restlessness in life, something isn't right, but you can't put your finger on it. That restlessness is your soul calling you home. Like we said last week, it doesn't mean to say just because you're feeling that, you're that disconnection, that you need to leave your marriage, leave your relationship, quit your job. It's a process. And if we're not aware of the fearful archetype states and the powerful archetype states, and we've not done that inner work to heal ourselves at a deep level, then it's almost like I've got an image now, I'm waving my hand above and it's like we're in the world and we're anxious and we're fearful and we don't know who we are and we don't know what's best for us and we don't know what to do and we don't know how to fix things and we're up here, we're anxious, we're in our head, we're in fight or flight mode. 
If we're still having periods, they might be affected. Our digestion, our elimination, our skin, our body is nudging us. Our mind is nudging us because we're in pain. Our heart is disconnected. All of this is telling us we need to look at ourselves. We need to do something about it. With cycles, they go even deeper. So it's not just periods. We have mood cycles that we go in. We have night and day. We have digestion, elimination, wake, sleep, temperature regulation. We have the circadian rhythms in our body, that body clock. We have the infradian rhythm, which is more a rhythm that lasts more than 24 hours. So say for a period, for example, add into that and we've not even touched on the moon cycles. So can you see all of the layers that make up a woman, the depth? the beauty and it's about knowing yourself and you can only do that when you step back from the world and you come home to who you are within like that is where the power is this month's full moon has been all about leo now the moon for me is a beautiful subject but it can get quite complex and i need to keep things a bit high level else i end up overthinking it where I just want to take the magic of it so a lot of the time for a woman the build up to a full moon the day before can be very painful in a way that build up that pressure she can feel tired low angry irritable some women it occurs on the actual day of the moon and it's like that build up you know when you had periods and you might have had your periods for like 20 30 years And every month you started to feel a bit different and you were like, why, what's going on? You'd question like, oh my God, is it this? Is it that? Is something wrong? And then the next day you'd come on your period and you'd be like, ah, of course. It's like that with the moon. You can feel angry, you can feel irritable and tired. And then you're like, oh, hours a day later, you're like, oh, it's because of the full moon. Like I said, this month is all about Leo and Leo is all about speaking your truth being on the front row of your life, standing up. It's all about being seen and using your voice, your roar. It's like, that lion within you. And each month it's different. And the pull of the moon is all about asking you. The most powerful questions for me on a full moon are, what do I need more of? What do I potentially need less of? What more can I become? What more can I give? How best can I serve the world? Can you see how there are so many cycles? Like we said, the daily, the monthly, the yearly cycle, the weekly cycle. You've got the cycles of the moon. You've got cycles of periods. You've got the cycles of the body clock night and day, your own cycles within your body that are unique to you. You've got your own unique daily cycle of which archetypes you're dwelling in. You're in your own season because you might be in your 20s, your 30s, your 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s. We've got so many different women listening to this podcast that are in different different seasons in the life, but they've got their own unique cycle within them. And whatever cycle you're in it's about owning the beauty within each cycle not just the external beauty 
because I always remember my coach saying to me that it's we we look at in the twenties at the outer beauty, and when you get to that forties, fifties, sixties, we we seem to think that a woman isn't as beautiful because she might have a few more lines and she might not look quite as youthful but we don't appreciate the beauty and the depth and the wisdom within now that to me is more beautiful because that woman potentially is coming into such contentment and such inner peace if she's willing to do the inner work and come back home when you come back home you really start to embrace your own cycle you get into your own rhythm you're in your season and you own it. You don't really care what society says anymore. And you become that woman that's like so powerful in whatever age you're at. And when you know the different archetypes in terms of the fearful states and the powerful states, you can kind of live your life by them. And it's all about balance. And there's never a point in life, unless you're an enlightened master, where you're in that perfect balance every single day, that perfect flow. It's almost like a flow between where you ebb and flow, and you might drop into that fearful state in a moment, in a day, in an hour, but it's about flowing back into that powerful state. And likewise, in the powerful state, that might become too much for a long period of time. And that might be where you retreat back. Say if you're sharing yourself a lot on social media or you started a new business and you're in that powerful state, we can't always maintain that state. So it's about coming back to our center and being at peace alone with ourselves, with God, with the universe, with that love, that power inside of us and being all one, that oneness within. And the three words that really help to get us into that state is three A's actually, they all begin with A. So it's knowing, it's having that awareness of which archetype is most alive in you. Like I said, you will have more dominant ones. For me, I'm in the mother, the queen, which is the worker. I'm in the creatix, the creator. I'm in the lover. I'm in the wise woman. I'm moving into that phase. They're my dominant ones at the minute. You will have your own. And then it's about checking in regularly, getting quiet looking at the fearful states and the powerful states, those archetypes, am I in my victim? Am I in my sovereign? Am I in my child? Am I in my magician? Which one am I in? Why am I not in it? Getting quiet and then recalibrating inside. The second A is the acceptance to feel whichever one you're in, being being okay with it, leaning into it, and stepping back if it's not one that you want to be in and sitting with it, having the courage to sit with it, own it and then potentially step forward into the other archetype that you want to be in. And the third step is acceleration. So accelerating into that other version that you want to be, that other archetype. 
and we do that we'll do it now in the visualization as you know i always like to practice what we've what we've done straight away and it's through working on every level that is in the book more than a mindset in your body by breathing better in your mind with new thoughts with your heart and reconnecting back to the love within you through prayer your spirit and through your soul which we are going to connect back to now it's about your thoughts your words your deeds your actions it's about every cell in your body feeling it and you do that by getting quiet and coming back to your soul and like i said recalibrating this is the way to really embrace you your uniqueness your rhythm your gorgeousness inside whatever age you are whatever season you're in whatever cycle you're in whatever archetype you're dwelling in right now whether it's the maiden the mother the crone whether it's the wise woman the creator the queen whichever one you're in whether you're in the fearful states or the powerful states it almost you now know that knowledge you know the knowledge you know the theory now it's time to go in inside in you within your heart within your mind and find that heaven that peace within you one of the most beautiful prayers that i have ever heard and sticks with me is this there is a place in you where there is perfect peace there is a place in you where nothing is impossible there is a place in you where the strength of god abides now we're going to access that place now whether you believe in god whether it's love source whether it's angels light whether it's whatever you resonate with that power greater than yourself we're going to reconnect in with it now and we're going to trust in that strength and connect back to your soul so enjoy the visualization and i will see you on the other side Okay, so sit in somewhere where you're nice and comfy and you won't be disturbed. And it helps to sit down and close your eyes and go within. And start to place your attention on your breath. So breathing in through your nose, exhale, release and let go. Breathe in through your nose, feel your tummy expand. Exhale, release and let go. Breathe in through your nose, feel your tummy expand. And exhale, release and let go. And I want you to imagine yourself now you're in your happy place. A place that is just for you. Where you can be on your own. And it's nice and quiet. And just start to connect in with the beat of your heart. 
If it helps, you can place your left hand over your heart area. And just connect in with the beat of your heart. Feel that rhythm. Feel that heartbeat move right through your body, through every cell, every fiber, every organ. It's keeping you alive. Keep breathing nice and deeply into your tummy, feeling your heart expand. Exhale, release and let go. On every inhale, breathe in more light. On the exhale, release and let go. On the inhale, breathe in energy. And on the exhale, release and let go. And today's visualization is about sinking deeper within yourself. Connecting into the love, the power, connecting into the God, the universe within you. And it's all in there. It's all in you. It's just normally covered up by the craziness, the noise, the demands, the thoughts, the fears, the feelings. Just become aware of what is surrounding your mind and your heart and see yourself sinking down below it all. And then when you're here, notice any thoughts, any feelings, any noise, any buzzing and sink down below all of that. There is a place inside of you where there is perfect peace. It's always there. And the more you do this, the more you connect back, the quicker you can get there. You can get there in an instant when life is getting crazy. When you get into your crazy, you can connect back to this so quickly. There is a place inside of you where nothing is impossible. Past all the doubt and the fear and the anxieties, the worry about getting old, about how to speak up, about what to do, all the overthinking, all the procrastination, all the self-doubt. In our own strength, we cannot get out of all of that. But when we sink down and connect back to our heart, back to our soul, we tune into that power within the universe. If you're comfy with the word God, you're connecting back to God. There is a place in you where the strength of God abides. It lives in you. Feel your heart beating, feel that rhythm through your body. 
and really connect deep, go as deep as you can into your mind and your heart and try and feel the light and the stillness within you. Keep breathing deeply into your tummy. Make sure you exhale, release and let go. Release the tension in your forehead. Release the tension in your jaw. Release the tension in your shoulders. And maybe ask a question to your higher self. is it you need to do next? What do you need more of? What do you need less of? Tune into that strength, to the power within you. And trust that you will be guided. And before we come out of today's visualization, I want you to stand up in your mind, or you can do it physically if you can. Stand up and start to sway. You can have your arms out to the side or above your head and just start to sway to your rhythm. Own your rhythm, own your uniqueness own your cycles and whenever you drop into the fearful states those archetypes of the fearful states know that you don't need to stay there forever and you can flow into the powerful states by connecting back in whenever you drop into the fear of the other archetypes that we've been through and you feel yourself stuck and blocked in one of those you can come back into yourself and you can come back to your own flow your own rhythm the more you start to listen to yourself over the world the better life gets Feel yourself move with the flow within you, the flow of the universe. And when you're ready, bring your attention back to your breath. Breathing in through your nose. Exhale, release and let go. Wiggle your fingers, wiggle your toes, gently rotate your neck in either direction. And when you're ready, Come back into your body, back into the room and open your eyes. So there is so much that we have been through in the last two episodes. It's almost hard for it all to sink in. It's actually quite difficult to explain it all because it all interlinks so much and maybe listen back over them 
maybe connect within you and just let the knowledge you've got the knowledge now just rest treat yourself and let that wisdom that you have just asked for come to you because it will come so i hope you've enjoyed this week's episode and i am still away with the fairies so i need to come back into my body a bit more and ground myself and yes you can reach me at laurajanehan.com or on all the social media platforms facebook linkedin and instagram at laurajanehand and i look forward to hearing from you see you again next week bye